Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. Chapter 16, Do No Harm. I am jolted out of my complacency by reality. I got a surprise call, but at least I got a call. Mm, Paul, Anne's phone message stated, There's been an accident, and I'm taking Katrin to the pediatrician for an exam. Meet us there in half an hour. The timing was calculated to frustrate. Not enough time to properly inform an employer could shift job responsibilities and sparingly short on details. Still, I dropped work responsibilities and immediately drove to the pediatrician's office. I dared not inquire into how badly Katrin was hurt, nor, of course, how she sustained her injuries. I just thanked the universe for my good fortune, drove, knowing I was prepared regarding what not to ask. As comfortable as all heck, but glad to see Katrin, she came running to see me. An uncomfortable minute or two passed, but thankfully we were ushered into an examination room rather quickly. I knew how to wait patiently, quietly, ignore all barbs directed my way, and above all, keep the door open. In any case, I made what small talk I could safely make with Katrin. You know the kind of banter most parents take for granted at those mythical Ozzie and Harriet family evening dinners. I propped the door open with the excuse that it was warm in order to keep me within earshot of the assistants. I did this if I needed help against Anne. No way will I close the door. Hearing brisk footsteps coming, abruptly, Dr. Mary Jones, back afresh from maternity leave, having her first child after graduating from the prestigious University of Pennsylvania Medical School, bounded authoritatively through the door and the examination began. As the mystery of the eye injury unfolded, it sounded innocuously enough. Mom and Katrin were having a pillow fight, and Mom's finger accidentally poked Katrin in the eye. There also were noticeable bruises on Katrin's elbows and knees. In a separate incident, while no one was watching her, the explanation was that Katrin was on her bike and she had fallen in the parking lot at Mom's apartment. Okay, I thought, all this is plausible, I guess, but I wondered to myself, if you were having a pillow fight, wouldn't your hands and fingers be on the other side of the pillow, holding it so that you can strike your opponent? In other words, wouldn't you ensure that nothing untoward would happen by only hitting with the soft side of the pillow and no finger could end up in the eye? No matter, I assured myself and fought back my misgivings. A medical profession was here. Her maternal instincts would kick in and her duty to report any suspicions of wrongdoing will predominate. Dr. Jones reassured Katrin. Looks okay. I don't see any damage to the cornea. That's how you see, Katrin. Dr. Jones turned to Anne. I'll run an eye test to make sure, but she's fine, Jones stated. I heard little of what the good doctor said since I had seen Katrin's right hand. The bone nearly showed through on one finger, and two other fingers looked seared as well. Calmly, I calculated what I should do. I would wait to catch Dr. Mary and ask her to examine Katrin's fingers as well. Perhaps I would find out how this happened. Katrin underwent an eye test with an assistant, but once out in the hallway and out of Anne's earshot, I made my move and asked Dr. Mary to examine Katrin's fingers. Doctor, I began, in addition to Katrin's two other injuries in the last week, her fingers need attention as well, and I wonder if you would mind taking a look. Not at all, Mr. Theus, she responded. Once we had all reassembled in the examination room with positive results from the eye exam, the good doctor had a look at Katrin's hand. 
Dr. Jones inquired, how did this happen? Katrin launched into an explanation. Mom didn't mean to do it, Katrin straightforwardly began. Mom was showing me how to iron and my fingers got burnt by mistake, Katrin said. Katrin looked directly at Anne and she continued, they got caught by mistake, but mommy took care of me. Anne nodded approvingly and a smile curled her lips. Well, it looks like it's healing well enough, was the professional assessment of Dr. Jones. Oddly enough, of course, wouldn't one question why Katrin's right hand was burnt? If both mom and Katrin were ironing, as alleged, and both of them are right-handers, why wasn't Katrin's left hand burnt? I was jolted back to reality by Dr. Jones's voice. Has Katrin had any other problems since the breathing incident in the emergency room? Jones inquired of Anne. What breathing incident? My heart pounded like a jackhammer, splitting my brain in two. No, Katrin has been fine since we saw you at the hospital, Anne calmly replied. The visit was over, but my thoughts had to be tabled about whatever this emergency breathing incident was at the hospital that required the doctor's attention. I had only discovered anything about Katrin's breathing problem and emergency treatment by Jones's random indiscretion. My heart sank. I felt ill. If, after three physical injuries in a week, no one, not even a UPenn-trained physician, was motivated to intervene on Katrin's behalf, what hope did I ever have of improving Katrin's welfare? And what was this breathing incident about? I had little time to ponder. Selena was in the lobby, gesticulating at me, and wildly. Anne told me in no uncertain terms that I would have to pay the $10 office visit fee. It made sense to me now why I got the phone call. It was so I could pay more mom fees in addition to my medical coverage and my monthly mom support. You know you need to pick up all the health fees. Now pay up, Anne commanded. I heard all this down the hall. In light of the circumstances, I was beating a hasty retreat. This was not a good scene for Katrin to witness, and since my presence presented a problem for Katrin, well, heck, if Dad is gone, then end of problem. Fortunately, I didn't get trapped in the elevator with an enraged mom. I could, however, hear her yelling at me in the parking lot. Once out in the car, I caught a last glimpse of a doe-eyed-looking Katrin mouthing, I love you, Daddy, and giving me our customary I love you hand signal. I watched until I couldn't see her in the back seat of Selena's car anymore. Sure enough, two days later, Children First, the pediatrician's office, sent me an office visit bill for $10 for not intervening on Katrin's behalf. I followed up with a handwritten note. Dr. Jones, I just wanted to follow up about Katrin's examination. She came in for her eye exam, which seemed to be okay, and she had several layers of skin gone following a burn. Then she had another incident, but I don't believe she was examined. Does she seem okay to you? I was concerned with the number of recent injuries. Let me know your thoughts. Thanks, Paul. Over three weeks later and several phone messages later, I received a written response. Dear Mr. Theus, I received your note and have been thinking about your questions. As you know, I examined your daughter, Katrin, after an eye injury. On examination, her eye was fine with no evidence of corneal abrasion. At that time, you also asked me to look at some burns on Katrin's hand reported to be from a hot iron one-week frizzit prior to the visit. The burns were healing well and appeared to be consistent with the explanation given. Based on my one interaction with Katrin, the injuries I observed did not seem unusual. Sincerely, Dr. Jones. 
The entire question of the nature, number, and extent of the injuries were given short shrift, as was the question of how Katrin kept being injured at the hands of her mom. Also, Dr. Jones's response concentrated on the obvious fact that Katrin is healing. I never alleged that these were permanent injuries, but I had hoped a physician would question why Katrin kept getting hurt. I give up on thinking that the medical profession puts kids first. But now I also had to look into medical records regarding the emergency episode. How would I get those records? Good God, would this stuff ever end? No end in sight. The original health issue, and a crucial one at that, was the hospital emergency visit that Jones had mentioned. I wrote my own statement and requested a copy of the emergency record. Re, emergency treatment for Katrin Theus, DOB 5393. Brandwine Memorial Hospital, Brandwine, Pennsylvania. Dr. Miller and or supervisor. Please accept this letter as a formal request for any and all medical information regarding my biological daughter, Katrin Theus, DOB 5393. And I would like this letter to be entered into Katrin Theus's permanent medical record. As there is no court order barring me from contact with my daughter, I share physical custody and I am an involved father. I am exercising my rights under state and federal law to have full, unhindered access to my daughter's medical information. In cooperating with state and federal law, you do not have the right to ask permission from anyone to let me see Katrin's records or be involved in her medical treatment. Since you have not been nor will be provided with a court order barring my rights, I expect full cooperation from your facility in order they may father or parent my daughter. I understand from remarks of Dr. Jones Children First Brandwine, that Katrin was recently treated at this facility during the night in an emergency situation. I was not informed of this emergency treatment by Katrin's mother, Antheus, thus I am requesting this information directly from the medical facility to keep Katrin's emotional and physical well-being as a priority. Information to be considered includes, but is not limited to, the following. One, photocopies of the paperwork for all medical evaluation and treatment, x-rays, date or dates Katrin was seen, emergency treatment received, and any other paperwork that is sent to Katrin's mother, and Theus. Two, make sure that my name is in the father spot on any and all medical records. Make sure that my name, address, home, and cell phone telephone numbers are included in the records as an emergency contact. This information is provided below. Three, make sure that I am notified of any treatment Katrin receives at this facility. Four, to be able to contact doctors, nurses, counselors, and any other medical personnel to discuss Katrin Theus's physical, mental, and social well-being via telephone, email, fax, or in person. Five, inform me regarding any and all emergency treatments on a timely basis so that Katrin's mother and I may discuss her medical concerns as they occur. You may mail any information to the address specified below. I understand that there may be copying or postage costs involved in obtaining material for me. This is not a problem, and I am more than willing to pay for them. Just send a statement whenever such costs are incurred. I would also like to be notified of Katrin's treatment and the times during the day that I would be most likely able to telephone and speak with practitioners regarding treatment. If you have any questions as to whether a piece of information should be sent to me, send it. Thank you in advance for your cooperation, and if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact me. Sincerely, Dr. Paul Theus, 
44 Sean Way, North Blackland Township, PA 19B533, 610-647-6122, home 610-986-9482, cell. In the mail, I received the requested information. Katrin had a breathing episode at Selena's and was taken to the emergency room for x-rays and observation. Now that I confirmed the date, it was the time I was talking to Deborah on the phone and I saw an ambulance passing the haunts. My God, our children could have died in an emergency and I was not notified that something was wrong nor consulted regarding her care. I am out of the loop entirely. Pediatric medicine, both in its spirit and its practice, is largely meaningless for me now. I examined Katrin more carefully after the breathing episode. I had to. Her flesh is pink. Why didn't you tell me? Sally said. I called Pennsylvania Child Protective Services anonymously. I need a custody trial. Perhaps a trial, but protective services should step in immediately. Are they involved? This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears, Deus Volt.